0: Hello, this is Sam Saunders. I'm a senior associate in SNC's London office. I'm here virtually with Craig Jones, a senior partner in SNC's Project Development and Finance practice, who's based in London, and Anno Cigniata, who is co-head of SNC's Project Development and Finance practice and based in New York. And the three of us are all active in s clean energy, and ESG-related practices and help coordinate our global work on hydrogen and other alternative energy technologies. So in part one of our two-part hydrogen podcast series, we focused on the different announced government hydrogen policies across a range of jurisdictions in Asia and Europe and the Americas. And so today, in part two, we're going to focus on where additional government support for hydrogen might be needed, and from a kind of private investment perspective, what are the key considerations when you're looking at hydrogen projects? So we're gonna assume kind of a basic level of knowledge of the hydrogen market, just in the interest of time, but for those interested in more background and a deeper dive, I would encourage you to read our two-part memo on all things hydrogen, which is on our website, www.sulchrom.com. Before we dive into looking at investing in hydrogen projects, I thought it would be helpful to just set the scene and recap briefly where we are with government support and government policies. So as we discussed in part one, there's been a lot of recently announced government policies aimed at stimulating the development of the hydrogen economy. In the last few years, we've seen policies announced by the EU, by a lot of different national governments, and also at state and local levels. These policies include investment commitments, support for R&D and pilot projects, as well as proposals for establishment of market rules and legislation and regulation. However, despite these announced government policies, it's likely that more government support will be needed to get widespread hydrogen markets scaled up and going. So there are various options for governments to support the market that could come in the form of. R&D to improve efficiencies and demonstrate reliability for hydrogen technologies and also support pilot projects to address market failure for first movers. We have seen public private partnerships PPPs in the hydrogen space, especially in the transportation sector. We also have seen a lot of discussion about other support mechanisms like tax incentives, government guarantees, preferential long-term loans and those type of support structures. And we'll probably talk about that a little bit later in the podcast. We've seen some movement toward public procurement and fleet regulation policies, where, for example, you have governments that are supporting the procurement of hydrogen-powered vehicles or requiring different fleets like taxis to move towards hydrogen, although the U.S. is actually moving more towards electrification of vehicles. And then also, there's a lot of movement right now ongoing to more indirectly support hydrogen markets, especially green hydrogen, through things like carbon taxes or additional support for renewables to facilitate green hydrogen production. And there's certainly been an increase in an extension of tax credits in the U.S. market on that front. So I think with that context of where things are with the governments around the world, potential policies and support mechanisms... It would be interesting now to look at private investing in the hydrogen market. Craig, can you give us an overview of what we're seeing on the private investment side?
1: Yeah, thanks, Sam. The hydrogen market is still in early stages of development. And during these early stages, the availability of government support that you just talked about will be a key factor in which sectors and geographical areas will attract hydrogen investment. The hydrogen market will, we think, span many sectors and we would therefore expect to see a variety of investment structures, often involving multiple parties. One example is the partnership between BP and Ørsted, which was announced last November. It aims to develop a 50 megawatt hydrogen project at BP's Lingen refinery in northwest Germany. The project will comprise an industrial scale electrolyzer for hydrogen production. It will be green hydrogen with the electrolyzer powered by renewable energy from Orsted's offshore wind farm in the North Sea. The hydrogen produced will then be used in the refinery. Again, Orsted also recently announced a one gigawatt renewable hydrogen production project powered by offshore wind, this time in Belgium and the Netherlands. And this project is in partnership with a number of other companies, including the steelmaker ArcelorMittal, the fertilizer producer Yara, and the chemicals producer Dow. We anticipate that the hydrogen market will spawn an increasing number of these collaborative investment structures, particularly between energy companies, utility companies, and the heavy industry sector. We do see certain parallels with the development of the LNG market, and hydrogen projects may benefit from including, for example, off-takers as further parties in these joint venture structures.
0: Thanks, Craig. Could you expand a bit more on what types of investments you're seeing across the various different sectors where hydrogen can potentially be used?
1: Yes. As I said, the hydrogen market is likely to span many sectors. First, hydrogen can play a key role in many industrial processes, such as steel production, where it would replace coking coal. This sector is a promising one for early developments because large, creditworthy manufacturers of industrial products can be strong, bankable counterparties in off-take arrangements. The previous examples involving Earths that show the potential in this sector for multi-project facilities that combine large renewable generation projects and electrolyzers on-site or near major industrial producers. Heating is another promising sector. Hydrogen could replace natural gas for residential and commercial heating. A number of projects are testing the use of existing natural gas infrastructure to transport hydrogen. However, one challenge for financing these projects is that heating prices are generally based on the spot market, which will make off-take structures more challenging. Electricity generation is a further potential application for hydrogen. Existing off-take structures can be readily applied to hydrogen in the power sector. With some incremental advances in turbine technology, stored hydrogen could be burned in turbines to balance intermittent renewable power generation. There's also potentially a huge demand for hydrogen in the transportation sector, especially fuel cell cars, trucks, and buses, but also ships, trains, and planes. But for this demand to materialize, a significant advance in hydrogen refueling infrastructure is needed. And finally, Sam, the mining sector is another potential user of hydrogen, because existing energy sources are often expensive and carbon-intensive. There have already been a number of pilot projects to power heavy-duty mining vehicles, for example.
0: Thanks Craig that is a long list and there's even even more applications so it's quite the breadth and excitement around the technology. Let's turn to Anosi. Anosi we just heard all of these different projects that are potentially possible. How do you see them being funded? What are the likely funding sources going forward?
2: Sam, given the scope of these projects, significant capital expenditure will likely be required, like the LNG and renewable sector. We'd anticipate that the initial investments will be done on the balance sheets of large players, such as joint ventures between energy and utility companies. We're already seeing some of this from the industry players making public announcements about looking at hydrogen development. We also anticipate that significant levels of government support may be required in the initial phase of hydrogen project development in order to support bankability of these projects. In addition, however, Given the current equity markets and the numerous clean tech oriented SPACs and interested private investors, there are also opportunities for hydrogen technology focused companies to raise money in the public markets or with private funding. In the medium term, green investors and financiers are expected to be a very supportive base of hydrogen project development, especially if these are aligned with their ESG strategies. In the longer term, As the market grows and matures, and lenders and investors become more comfortable with the technology and the risks in this sector, the scope of financing is likely to widen to commercial banks, international finance institutions, sovereign wealth funds, and other sources.
0: Thanks, Tinosi. That definitely makes sense. So what do you see as some of the key structuring issues from a risk allocation perspective when the investors and financiers are going to be looking at hydrogen projects?
2: As with all new sectors, Sam, there are going to be a lot of different risks that need to be addressed. Today, I think I'd like to focus on three major risks that will be a core part of lenders and financiers understanding hydrogen projects. One is multiple project risk, the other is market risk, and the third is technology risk. The multiple project risk arises because many new hydrogen projects will be one part of developments across a hydrogen value chain. For example, a hydrogen production facility may require construction of a new renewables project to provide the electricity and may also require a pipeline or other transportation infrastructure. Developers and financiers will focus on the risk of getting all of these elements developed in considering the risks involved in getting the hydrogen project to operation. On market risk. Today, there are only a limited number of end users and an absence of a liquid market for hydrogen, and so long-term offtake contracts are likely to be required by investors and financiers. These may require captive users and specific pricing structures with limited scope of price adjustment in the long term. Early green hydrogen projects feeding into the grid are likely to require feed-in tariffs, and favorable tax treatment and other price support to be economically viable and to allow the developers to receive a return on their investment. LNG to power projects may be an instructive framework for hydrogen investors and financiers in addressing this market risk because they raise some of the same market risk issues in their early stages. The third is technology risk. The use of new and scaled up technologies carries a number of risks, including potential performance, cost, and reliability issues. There will need to be an education process and structuring to provide appropriate risk allocation and sharing. Electrolysis technology has existed for a while, but there's a limited track record for electrolyzer development. So lenders and financiers will likely carefully review the EPC contract and the manufacturer warranties. Note that many of these technology suppliers in the market do not have very large balance sheets. Maintenance reserves may be required by lenders, and manufacturer warranties might end up being backed by insurance or other financial instruments to provide credit support. This type of security is likely to be expensive for the first mover projects.
0: Thanks, Senosi. A lot to consider there. Craig, did you have anything else you wanted to add?
1: Well, my main takeaway, Sam, is that we should expect to see a number of novel, first of a kind projects as the hydrogen market develops. And the investors and developers taking forward these projects will benefit from advisors, including lawyers, with experience of balancing the different investment objectives of the joint venture partners and who are familiar with the particular demands of multi-source financings. Advisors with that experience will play a key role in the successful development of bankable structures for hydrogen projects. Now, at Sullivan & Cromwell, we have a long history of helping sponsors and other project participants develop and finance complex first-of-a-kind projects throughout the world. And we're excited at the prospect to do that in this developing new area.
0: Agreed. As I mentioned, for those looking for a deeper dive, we published two memos on the the hydrogen market, and those are available at www.sullcrom.com. As well as memos and other materials, podcasts and webinars on renewable energy policy, deal structuring for renewable energy deals, offshore wind, ESG related regulations, sustainable finance instruments, and a lot of other topics.